0: welcome to intuitive astrology with molly mccord thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to continue our discussion on the venus star point in aries energies and get a little bit more specific into the soulmate themes what may be healing for you what may be coming up what may be coming up to your awareness in a whole new way because this strong venus star point is conjunct Chiron, which brings up the healing energies, and it's also supported by Saturn in Aquarius, providing a stabilizing sextile that allows us to feel clear in something, a new realization, perhaps a new understanding of who we are now, and the energies are also supported by Mars in Gemini, making a connection to the Venus star point, as well as trining Saturn in Aquarius. So we have an energy dynamic here that is allowing us to go higher in our knowledge, to see more of ourselves, what we're learning, what we're coming to understand, to take responsibility for perhaps our choices or what we have been working through. There is also support here for really claiming who you are now, and that's part of the Aries energy, where you're able to understand more of who you are, what you need, what you resonate with, and to truly honor that. Now, this is especially important because as the Sun, Chiron, and Venus all meet up and are in the first deacon of Aries in your chart, They are asking you to love and accept yourself first, to understand who you are, what your needs are, to come back into yourself, and to see this as the beginning point of energies in your life. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It is the energy of initiation, newness, something starting and beginning, but it always comes down to, well, what is my intention? with this energy? What am I doing in terms of directing it out into the world, but also how am I directing it within myself? How am I seeing myself? How am I tuning into the truth of who I really am now? So there is a focal point here on really knowing who you are, doing so with confidence, doing so with authenticity, being very honest with yourself about who you really are, what you've been through, what you've experienced, what your choices have been. And to also be gentle with yourself, because both Chiron and Venus want us to relax into a sense of comfort in our own energies, in our own journey. Now, when they're in Aries, they have a bit more gusto, a bit more action-oriented desires and a sense of, I want this, I'm going to go for this. But this is also a demonstration of consciousness. Think about how easy it can be to just do something without thinking it through, to be very impulsive, uh, perhaps to just take action and think later. Whereas when you insert more consciousness into the Aries energy, there's a sense of, okay, I really want this. I'm going to go for this, but I'm aware of myself. I'm aware of my intentions. I'm aware of why I want this or why this would be good for me. So what we want to do is make sure that at this time, as you are perhaps reevaluating or sitting with something or moving through something that you're doing. So with a higher consciousness, that you're getting clearer about the needs the needs under the surface, uh, what's driving you, what's moving through you, perhaps where you haven't felt safe, where you haven't felt secure. And this would tie into the root chakra energies. So keep in mind that what we're really digging into at this time is a deeper understanding of self because that is where your ultimate power is. That's where you have control. That's where you have your free will and your choices. That's where you have the ability to understand yourself more. And when you're at that place in your own journey, then you're able to extend that knowingness into relationships. Then you're able to connect with people in a very honest way, being very clear on who you are now and what you desire now. So ultimately, this strong energy is bringing us back to ourselves to understand what is in our hearts what we desire, what we want, and what we want to create in this new energy cycle. Now, I mentioned many things in part one of this topic, where I talked about the Venus star point in Aries energies, why it's significant, and how to understand more about yourself and relationships, especially as it's related to how you grew up or your first experiences with masculine energy, with feminine energies, and why those matter. Now, the Venus energy is about relationships, what we value, what has meaning to us, what we want, and so we're coming into a place of what is very important to me at this time in my life, what is vital, and for many, it is a relationship or a partnership, that connection that you seek or that you want with another person. And you may have various names for this type of connection, whether that is a divine counterpart or a soulmate, maybe you call it a twin flame or someone who feels like your energetic equal. Whatever term you give it, whatever way that speaks to you, trust that. And in this episode, I'm going to use the term soulmate because it is commonly used and most people know what that means. I'm going to talk about this topic in the terms of astrology and energetics. So we're going to look at it through two different lenses that of course relate and overlap, but I wanted to make that clear because at the end, I'm going to give you a little astrology exercise that you can do in your own chart that helps you understand perhaps more of what you've experienced in your life around this area relating to soulmates, and I also wanted to remind you that I have a podcast on the energies of natal Venus in your chart and to listen to that podcast episode where you can learn more about your own Venus energies and what perhaps is a theme for you in relationships. The Venus star point accentuates these themes and understandings because it brings alive what we're looking to receive, what we're looking to feel, how we want to relate and connect. Now, because the Venus star point is in Aries with the sun, Chiron, and Venus all gathered together, what I feel is this reignition of the heart, something coming alive again, and it's almost like it's burning away, it's burning away previous energies, previous experiences, perhaps previous relationships or relationship habits, relationship patterns, if this is your intention, you could see this energy within yourself essentially burning away the past or any debris, burning away where you're stuck, but also it's a flame that I see going higher, meaning it's going higher in its consciousness, in its ability to grow to learn, to understand more of who you are because of the experiences you've had and how various people in your life, uh, be it these soulmates, be it these heart connections, uh, people in your personal world, which could be family and friends, have all reminded you or demonstrated to you how you need to feel loved and how you're looking to feel loved with another person. So what we have here is an understanding of what's happened within you that perhaps needs to shift or change, that needs to be unblocked or opened up. And this Venus star point can do that. It can help release. It's like this release energy that burns away what maybe you weren't even aware of, what was happening for you the the choices you were making or actions or something happening that you weren't aware of how the energy was blocked. The Aries energy helps us feel alive, we're motivated, we're inspired, we're ready to start something new. And what we can do here to be in our sense of power is to reignite that sense of love within yourself, to really get clear on what you need to love and accept yourself more and to be a safe place for yourself, to trust yourself more, to feel clearer in what you believe and know you're worthy of and that you want to experience in relationships with others across the board. This is about actually raising the bar in all relationships, in all areas of your life, because when there is a significant energy shift within you, it goes out into all areas of our lives. And that's why there are ripple effects and why you can feel yourself pulling away From certain connections or some people falling away from your life you don't have time for them you don't have much to talk about with them Uh, this can certainly shift family relationships because we can have these obligations or habits with family members that we're not always aware of but as you rise up in your sense of self and you understand more of who you are and you come from that place, then it can certainly show up in changes in family dynamics. So just be aware that this does ripple out into all areas of our lives. And it's because of your authentic self rising up. It's because there's something in your heart that's coming alive. And that's another image I've been seeing that's really beautiful. I've been seeing this very vibrant uh, flame, this very vibrant, high rising fire energy that's coming up. But then I also am seeing this expansion of the heart. And what it looks like is that parts of the heart that were untapped, almost like you didn't realize they were there, are coming in. They're being lit up. They're they're being set on fire. They're opening up. There's this energy expanding that's very alive. It's very exciting. It has that sense of a rebirth, a reignition. It's that kind of an energy because we're meant to really understand the power of loving ourselves, the power that creates within our full energy field, the the power of self-respect, right? The power of your personal integrity, the power of honoring yourself and the ways that you have kept going, even when you've had a broken heart, even when there's been a missed connection, even when you have felt rejected or abandoned, uh, even when you've been afraid of something or someone doing something. I mean, there's so many possibilities here, but this is a reignition of energy that reminds you of the power of love, the power of your heart, and the power we have of the energetic support to keep going, to keep loving, and to stay open. It is an opening energy. It's an open heart energy, but it also has that vulnerable aspect to it of like, I have never been this vulnerable before or I've never been this open, this honest, this raw. And that could be a whole new way that you're ready to relate to others or that you're ready to open your heart in honoring who you are now. And the energy it keeps flowing. So we aren't just blank slate. We we have experiences. We we have emotions. We have things we've been through. There's you know energies that we can carry and experiences that we have that form us. And when we have energies with soulmates, and these are the ones that are in our hearts. Uh, these are the people that we love. That we just feel a love for that isn't logical. We can't explain it. We just have that sense of a connection this can be the energy of a relationship that perhaps didn't work out for you uh, you were on different growth trajectories with somebody uh, they made one choice you made another or uh, perhaps you made the choice that ended the relationship there's energies here where we're meant to keep learning from all these experiences and one of the best ways to learn is through our patterns, the patterns that we have in relationships, the unconscious habits that show up. And this is where we are vulnerable with ourselves, where we admit we made mistakes, we admit we didn't handle something very well, or, oh, wow, I could have been nicer about that. I I didn't realize I was hurting someone. I didn't realize that how I showed up wasn't my best version of myself. It's these kinds of raw understandings of ourselves that hold deeper growth potentials But only we know them. It's something that we often don't share. We don't want to repeat. We can have shame around it or guilt. We can have a sense of feeling like I'm embarrassed I did that or I was immature. I can't believe I did that in that relationship, etc. So this is where we get very honest with ourselves about our own path about our own lessons, what we need to see more in ourselves and how we show up in relationships. This is where more of that personal work can be revealed. And it's also where past relationships can be very eye-opening in that you can see more of yourself perhaps as time goes on in terms of what was happening in that connection. Sometimes the soulmate energies come in to be a catalyst of growth, to show us more about who we are and what we want, to show us more about where we're looking for something in our lives and what we have done about that, where we have made choices and where we have perhaps ignored something. Soulmates can also show us where we have been shut down, where we've been closed in various areas of our lives or in our energies. Uh, This can be very true for like a, am seeing like a small heart, if the heart hasn't been fully activated, if there's been a part of the heart that has shrunk or doesn't feel safe, then that can be a theme that shows up in multiple relationships over time where the heart energy isn't participating or it's not contributing to the connection. Uh, there can be other themes around emotional connection and how far someone can go or how open they are or what their emotional capacity is we all have this at different levels of different places on the spectrum and it can show you more about what you need to feel that you're really seen and understood by a counterpart so part of the soulmate energy can show us where we're not ready For something where we're closed down and we're not fully open, we're not operating at all levels of our being. And that can be one of the areas of growth with soulmates. And that's very important to know is that as we continue on, we need relationships that grow with us, especially long term relationships, ones where there is an ongoing connection and commitment and loyalty, where there's developing trust and there's safety and there's a sense of a deeper connection. We need that mutual growth, that ability to grow together, but also to keep growing as an individual where you are still an individual in a relationship, but you're, you're still knowing yourself. You're still aware of yourself. There's a consciousness that you're incorporating into your life. And this is the ongoing work. Uh, This is the ongoing journey. And we all do this at different capacities or in different ways Uh, perhaps there's many people who don't do this at all and that's why the relationship ends or it dies away because they aren't growing or they're not growing in the same ways that you are or with the same amount of interest or commitment so many variables can come up here and of course this is very individual and very personal but it could be something that you've learned throughout your journey around relationships that have ended Or they just didn't have the same connection anymore because of the difference in growth, uh, perhaps the difference in speed of growth, uh, how someone lives their life, how they go about change, how they go about decision making, how they go about making big life choices, etc. There is an energy here of what can I learn from all of this and what has shown up that is for my ultimate growth where it benefits me for my best and highest good. The soulmate energies are often significant in our lives and they can show up in any number of ways and perhaps you have had multiple experiences with different types of soulmates or people that you felt a deep resonance with and it could be that the relationship ended or it fell away, it didn't continue on and that could have caused a lot of pain, heartbreak, Hurt. Uh, there could have been choices that were made uh, because it, it they weren't ready for something. Uh, there's so many reasons here, but what's important to know during this energy cycle is to come back to yourself, to come back to honoring what you need, what you want, what's in your heart, and to know that what we're opening up during this Venus star point, these are new energies. These are new energies that are coming in. I feel them coming in from either. Further places in the galaxy, but maybe even sourced from other dimensions, other timelines, other other galaxies, these are very new energies. They're very fresh. They're very young. Uh, they're not developed yet. There's a sense of a fresh newness to them that we're meant to integrate and really feel into and really trust the newness that's arriving, and I feel this energy coming in that is clear it has a purity to it and I feel that like the purity is connected to those who have done a lot of work in their heart in their journey in their consciousness and you're ready for these new pure connections with another who is at that same place in their journey and I feel like these energies coming in are asking us to stay very strong in what you've learned to be very clear in who you are now, to not compromise yourself, to not revert back to previous patterns or habits or things that you did because it was known or it was a comfort zone thing. This is a new energy that supports birthing. It's a birthing of new potentials, new connections, new relationships, new possibilities, and it's going to develop over this year and it's requiring us to understand how far we've come and and what we've healed. And I'm getting the image of a forearm. And let's say that forearm, it used to have a lot of bruises on it, where if you touched it in certain places, it would hurt. It would be really tender, be like, ow, don't touch me there. That's a painful spot. And now what I'm seeing is that that pain has been healed or it's in the process of healing it's in the process of no longer feeling quite as tender or quite as painful it's like something's been deeply healed at that core level where if someone touches you there it it just doesn't hurt anymore even though maybe it hurt for years and now it no longer hurts and that's the energy that's coming in it's showing us how we are these dynamic energy beings who are here to consistently regenerate ourselves, regenerate. And the physical body does this as our bodies regenerate new skin cells every seven years. And so we're experiencing this newness coming in and it could feel a bit raw. A bit tender, a bit like, oh, there's parts of me that are coming through and I'm not quite 100% strong in them, but I trust it. I trust that this is who I am. I trust this part of me that is growing and that's ready to be embraced as who I am now. So when we can do this for ourselves, we're really going to feel that newness and that's then going to attract and bring in these new connections and these new individuals who are also clear on who they are, they're strong in their sense of self, they're aware of their heart. I also feel like there's been this phasing out of previous stories, of phasing out of what we've been through, of, of the heartbreak and the disappointment, uh, perhaps a phasing out of where things didn't connect or, or where you were let down, where you made a choice to let someone go. I feel like those stories have been fading out as there's been this opening of the energies. And this is different for every single person. So it could be that you're just starting something and it's going to take a little bit of time for it to phase out, meaning you're just starting a certain part of your healing journey. That's also strong with this Chiron conjunct Venus, Chiron conjunct the sun, is that there could be something that comes up to your awareness right now and you're like, oh, I really want to work through that. I really want to heal that. I didn't see that before in myself. So that could also be part of the initiation of energies is that you're aware of what you're ready to heal that maybe you weren't ready for previously. There could be some new information that comes through as well. That's because with the strong energy in Aries, we look to the ruling planet of Aries, which is Mars. And Mars is in Gemini. Mars is making a connection to the North Node in Gemini. And this is the Gemini energies of information, stories, something being understood in a new way, a higher way, information coming to light or something that you're really going into that helps you connect the dots to see something in a way that you just didn't think about it before so again more information and awareness could be coming in that helps you think about something that maybe you just didn't see and you weren't ready to see or it wasn't time to see so we don't have to punish ourselves for the timelines that we're on but when we're staying open to the higher understandings and growth, then the information will come in when we're ready. And as I was preparing for this podcast, I had a memory come up that I thought would be a good anecdotal story about what may be coming up to your awareness or something that could be helpful to look at in terms of relationships and different Perhaps patterns or actions uh, that have been a part of your experience. Uh, this is about a time, about five or six years ago, when I was speaking to my friend Mike, and we were in a brewery with some of our friends, and all of us were just, you know, hanging out and talking, and. Mike lived in another city and he was visiting and um, we just happened to get started talking about relationships because I asked him, you know, well, how are things going? Like, are you, are you dating? Are you, are you not? What's going on? And he was in his early thirties and his work was in a financial industry. And he said that he was at a place in his life where he was really wanting to find his person. And he really wanted to connect with someone. He was he was ready. He wanted to get married. He wanted to have a family. And those were the things that were really important to him. And so we were talking about some of those parts of our lives. And as he was sharing, I told him that I was surprised that he was ready to be married and that he wanted that. And he said, well, why are you surprised? And I said, well, because my perception is that you're just interested in, in dating People here and there, and that you're not really looking for anything committed, and that you just kind of want whatever's easy. And he was surprised by that. And he's like, Well, why would you think that, Molly? And I said, Be- Because you keep dating people that are the same, and you have this pattern of dating them for a set amount of time, and then it's nothing. So, my perception, and I'm so sorry if I'm wrong, but my perception is that you're giving off the energy of I guess a player or someone who will just be around whatever's easy an easy yes or an easy choice or something that's not a big risk or it's not a big commitment and I said and and I get that you are a grown-ass man and you can do whatever you want but that's just my perception in your energy is that I don't feel like that's What you're looking for in terms of a commitment and so I could tell that he was a little bit offended but then he was also processing and he was processing it in a way where his like his eyebrows were like scrunching up and he was he was thinking and he slowly nodded his head yes I can understand why you would have that perception and I said so as a female because we're just sitting here talking in a brewery would you want to know more of what I think about this And he's like, sure, but I always thought it was a numbers game, that the more people you meet, the more likely you are to find the right person for you, the more likely you are to connect. And I shared, well, sure, I understand that logic, and I understand that, and that can be very true for a lot of people. Um, However, what I see it as is an energetics game, and that the kind of person you're perhaps looking for, who is perhaps a little bit more mature, she is a little bit more self-aware or she's a little bit more grounded. Um that kind of person wouldn't be attracted most likely to someone who's energetically appearing to be a player. And the energetics, the unspoken energetics are more that You know, women, and I'm being very general here, and there will always be exceptions, but women are looking for someone that they can feel is trustworthy, that they feel safe with, that they can be themselves with, among many other qualities. And if you're continually dating a lot of different women, you know, I personally would have the viewpoint that, oh, you're just going to, you know, want to date me for like a week, and then you'll move on to the next person. I don't feel that there's a sense of, safety in that and I mean the safety to open up it's one thing if it's a very easy fun frivolous connection and those can be great for you know various parts of our lives and at various times but if what you want is more of a commitment and you want something serious and you want to be in that place to attract that kind of woman I don't think that this, what you're doing is going to attract her necessarily, and I could be wrong, but it's because the woman who is also serious wants to be taken seriously. She wants to feel special. She wants to feel like you're going to invest in her or you're going to show up for her, that you're not going to be gone next Friday. She's going to want to feel like you are safe and that you are trustworthy and that she can count on you. And... That's just my perception and I don't have the full story, Mike, but that's what it feels like for me because you actually could be pushing away some really amazing women because they have this perception of you and they don't really know what you're wanting. So there's this disconnect between what you say you want, but then the energy that is being experienced by females. And so he said, so you're saying that I've been playing a numbers game, but There's more here around the energy and I'm potentially missing out on good women because I'm doing this logically. And I said, well, you could look at it as an experiment and you've been doing this approach for a while and so you can evaluate the results of this approach and then you could try a different experiment and try a different approach where what if you don't date anyone And you're just allowing the energetics to be open, calm, clear, safe. See what you attract then because that energy of trust is vital to all relationships and the energy of feeling safe is also important. But these are the things that are unspoken. These are the things we just pick up uh, through our perceptions, through what we feel, through what we're seeing in someone's actions or behaviors. So if you were to create a greater base of calm and strength in your own energy, that could shift what your results are. Just an experiment, just something to try. The other thing about Mike is that I knew his some of his birth chart, not all of it, but he has a lot of fixed energy. He had strong Aquarius, strong Leo. And so I can respect the fact that he doesn't want change unless he chooses it. And he doesn't want to be told how to change and he doesn't want anyone to change him. This was totally informational purposes only and just something to consider and see if that's what you want and to see if that will put you in greater alignment with what you're desiring, but where your actions aren't demonstrating that. And of course, there's much more to his story and to who he is than just simply this anecdotal story. But it was an he was out of alignment. He was just energetically not clear on a few things and what would perhaps bring him better results. Now he did get married a few years ago. And it was a really good development for him and he was he was ready at that time for that type of commitment but it was really eye opening to have this conversation i think for both of us because it showed us things that we just hadn't thought about before or that we didn't consider but when you look at the foundation of healthy relationships where each person is able to be themselves they feel that safety they feel like they can be who they are and it's accepted it's it's loved it's respected all of that is how we each flourish and grow i feel like even in primary relationships we need that the most and so if that's what you're looking for is that primary relationship well it starts by looking at your own space by your own energy field to really evaluate am I allowing this energy to bring in the type of person I want or am I still in some healing patterns or stuck or blocked in ways that I haven't acknowledged. And this Venus star point wants you to acknowledge these things to yourself, wants you to see them and open up to them. And you can do this by looking back on previous relationships, seeing what the pattern is, seeing what the cycles have been, seeing where you stopped growing. Because again, the best relationships, including the relationships with ourselves, are the ones that keep growing throughout life. We're made to keep growing. We're made to keep learning and to keep expanding, but we can shut that down. We also each do that at different speeds, at different paces, and in our conversation, Mike and I were talking about that too, and I was telling him this story about decades ago. um, I had dated this guy, and it was a really good connection. I really liked him. It was going great. All these things were really happening well for us, and then about, it was about nine months or ten months in, uh, there just got to be this block, like he, he didn't want to keep growing there there was just things that he wasn't ready for and so the relationship ended and I was really sad it was just something where I thought it had so much potential and I just was ready and the other person was not and that's what happens right and so part of this person's energy was that he didn't want to change And he was really touchy about it. And I feel like he had this pattern either with his mom or sisters or people where he was like really resistant to anybody telling him what to do or to change. And because I knew his chart, I was never about him changing. I'm like, but this is who you are. You have all this strong energy. He had strong Aquarius and you're not meant to change unless it's right for you. It's your own timeline. It's everything. And and so he was really touchy about that and I could tell that that was something that he was still understanding about himself. But you can't make someone be something they're not when they're not ready, right? And so when we have relationships that aren't in the same pace like they're not the same speed the same speed of life or they're not on the same growth trajectory you can't do much about that and it can be that you're just on different timelines and that you've switched timelines where if you're still accelerating or you're still willing or you're open and you're wanting to grow that's your energy to honor that's your energy to trust and to stay open to Because it also means there's someone else who is at that same trajectory, who has that same willingness, that same openness, that same desire to keep growing. And you can see this perhaps in previous relationships that died away is that there was a different speed of growth, a different intention, a different willingness. And what happened with that particular relationship is that uh, we still had people in common. And it was four years later, when I was in this whole other chapter of my life, that this person came back around through a mutual friend and basically said that he wanted to try again. And it was four years later. And I'm like, four years, like so much has changed. I'm in a different place. And he realized that I was the only woman who challenged him to be a better man. And I'm thinking it took four years. (laughs) Okay, it took you four years that that's a little bit too slow for me. That's a little bit like, We're not on the same page. We're not growing at the same rate. This happened to me with another relationship where someone came back around nine years later and said I was the one and that he messed up. And I'm thinking it took you a decade to realize that we're not on the same speed of growth. So what you want to evaluate for yourself is your patterns in relationship, your speed, how you connect with people, the relationships that do last for you, that do work for you, the connections where you're able to keep that energy moving mutually and that if there have been things that have again ended and fallen away and, and you felt a deep connection, you're on different timelines. You're you're moving at different speeds at different rates, and that's nothing you can control. That's nothing you can do anything about, and you're not supposed to. You're not meant to. You're you're not meant to do anything that takes you away from your own purpose and your own growth in this lifetime because there's so much about this time on the planet that's about acceleration. And so as you keep going at your speed or you keep trusting what is right for you, that's where you do connect with these new relationships. And I do feel it as these these new energies coming in, the new connections, the new people, and it's for Those of us who have been doing a lot of work, we've been learning a lot, we've been really aware of ourselves. And of course, I feel like this past decade was really big for that. But these are where the connections can happen quickly, where they can come in and it just feels right because you're at the same place. And then you keep growing together. There's a sense of we're on the same page. And even if there's differences, which there will be because there's always differences in relationships, there's something where the differences can be supported or synergistic they can have kind of this harmony to them that still works and it also feels like these are more healed and whole individuals like there's a higher level of consciousness and there's also something about the seriousness of life uh, there's been a maturity there's a sense of time is not a toy we don't just get a play with time or wasted or think that it's something that we can take for granted. I feel like there's an energy here where time matters. It's to be honored and respected. And what am I doing with my time to honor and respect my own journey, what I need, who I am, and where I'm going next. There's a lot of healing That can be done at this time as you raise your consciousness around yourself. You take responsibility for your energy, for what you've been through, your choices, your decisions. All of that supports us in moving ahead. And I'm also feeling like what we're understanding is that we're dearly aware of our capacity to love. And be loved how we can exchange love in a beautiful new way that has this component of freedom there's a there's a freedom in this version of love because there's freedom embedded within ourselves the freedom to be who we truly are attracts others of like vibration and this venus star point is a deep reset And reignition of what's in your heart, who you truly are, what you've learned, what you've shifted, what you've gained, uh, where you're in alignment, your intentions are in alignment with your thoughts, choices, and behavior, and that that is where the new connections then come in, which can be very beautiful. So the astrology exercise I have for you is to... Locate your natal Venus. Is it in Leo? Is it in Virgo? Is it in Scorpio? In Pisces? Wherever your natal Venus is, locate your natal Venus. And then, after you identify the astrological sign it's in, you want to locate the ruler of that sign. So, if your natal Venus is in Virgo, you would locate both Mercury and Chiron. And I can hear some of you asking me to tell you what the ruler is. So I'm going to put a list below the podcast in the description of the ruler of each sign because then you're going to go to that sign for further understanding. So as we've been discussing Venus and Aries, Aries is ruled by Mars. You would look at Mars in your chart for further understanding around your Venus energies. If your Venus is in Capricorn, Capricorn's ruled by Saturn, You would look at Saturn in your natal chart for further information on your Venus energy. So there's multiple layers to every astrological planet and sign. And as you connect the dots... You start to see more of the story, more that's opening up for you. And the Venus energy is very important right now because of how that Venus star point is accentuating ourselves, our needs, how we receive love, how we interact in relationships, and also how we love and accept ourselves. So I will put that information in the podcast description and then you can look at it in your chart. Remember to please listen to the Venus podcast episode where I go through all 12 astrological signs and what it means with Venus in each sign and I hope that also helps you understand more about relationship dynamics in your life. I will keep touching on this energy through the Wednesday podcasts where we talk about the weekly intuitive astrology energies and we'll keep doing that as we move through the second half of March. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope that this was supportive and beneficial information for you and maybe gave you some good things to think about or consider for yourself. I'm always grateful for your time, energy, and presence, and I am back here every Wednesday and Monday for another new podcast episode. You can find out more about me at mollymccord.online. I do have a number of books and audiobooks over on Amazon, and one of the books that might be very helpful and healing for you is called the unlimited Sparks of a bonfire and it's a collection of seven short soul stories with universal themes around love and what we've learned through many lifetimes that perhaps we've been carrying or holding and unaware of uh, these stories were each channeled to me i wrote them over a number of years uh, where the characters showed up and told me their story and it was so beautiful. I, I really loved writing this book. Um, but I wanted to share that in case that helps with anything you're moving through. It is an audiobook as well. And the end of each short story highlights different spiritual teachings. So it talks more about, for example, divine masculine and shadow masculine, divine feminine, shadow feminine, uh, some different themes around reincarnation, etc. So if that resonates or if you're looking for something uh, that could help you through this soulmate healing I offer that as a suggestion. So, thank you so much for joining me. I will see you back here very soon, and in the meantime, I hope you have a beautiful journey ahead. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.